Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. With Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire, I'm Chuck Hines. Yates Flooring Center chat line is open. Go to double t 973com for that of the mobile app. Visual Edge IT hotline is open too at 806-771-0973. I feel like this is going to be um, a, a problem going into the season. I don't know if it's something that the NFL can can turn off this problem or uh, do a, I, I don't know, you, you got to expect people to do better and just understand they can't do this. But a handful of NFL players, including Indianapolis Colts cornerback and kick returner Isaiah Rogers, are expected to receive season-long suspensions for violating the NFL's policy on gambling. Uh, Rogers has been the subject of a investigation into possible violations of the league's gambling policy, including possible bets he placed on Colts games. He acknowledged the situation on social media earlier in June and says he takes full responsibility for his action. Um, The six key rules of the gambling policy that the league will emphasize are... (laughs) I mean, it's pretty simple. One, don't bet on the NFL. All right. Seems this has been basic. around. This has been around for seventy years or more. Two, don't gamble at your team facility while traveling for a road game or staying at a team hotel. Again, has been around for seventy plus years. Don't have someone bet for you. Don't share team inside information. These are all basic. Like brush your teeth, make your bed. Pick up your clothes. Take out the trash. Be nice to others. Don't enter a sports book during the NFL playing season. And sixth, here's here's maybe the one where you go, okay, well, why is that? Don't play fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Basic, basic, basic tenets. I mean, the NFL truly has not had a gambling problem. You could name three players basically, that had a gambling problem um, two, in the, two in the 70s or maybe even the late 60s and one in the 80s. So you had Alex Karras, who played for the Detroit Lions, and you had Paul Horning, who, who was you know the golden boy uh, for Notre Dame. Both those guys got mixed up in it. And then you had uh, Arch Schleister, who had a true gambling problem um, that just took him took him way down. Th- those were the three guys. For like 50 years, we have not had this problem. But we have this problem because the NFL and teams have embraced, you know, fantasy football, have embraced playing in Vegas, have embraced, you know, there was a point in time where you couldn't even run Texas lottery commercials during a Dallas Cowboy game. That's how strict the NFL was against gambling. But the NFL opened up this Pandora's box because of why? Because of money. Because 
there was just huge, huge, huge amounts of money. And so as a result, they're like, we have got to tap into that. And so, you know, the players are like, I'm sure looking at this going, well, if the owners can do it, and if the NFL can do it, then why can't I have a little fun too? Um, I agree with everything right up until the very end there. I, I don't know that they're saying, well, if the owners get to make money off mm-hmm. of gambling, why shouldn't I make money off of gambling? I just think it's become incredibly easy. Easy, yep. Um, and it's become a fun thing for, man, I, I, don't, I think I... For a long, long time, I didn't know anybody that gambled on sports. And, yes, and now right. I know I have tons and tons of friends that do it. It's so incredible. You, you don't have to go in a dark alley or find a bookie mm-hmm. or any of that. I think it's just so much easier. Right. I don't think it was the player sitting back and going, "Well, the okay. owners are making money. I think I should get to make money too, I, or have fun with it." Yeah. I okay. Don't know. I think it's just so they made that we've made it so easy now. <clears throat> and I'm not saying it's wrong. I mean, I I don't have. I have no issues with people gambling their money. You can do whatever you want with your money. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's on so that's, you. That's up to you. Yeah. yeah, that is totally up to you. But if you're in one of these sports leagues that say it's not allowed, okay, I'm not okay with it. Because clearly there are reasons for it not being allowed. Yeah. And you want to keep the integrity of your game. And, you know, if the players are betting on the games, then, boy, that's a, that's a bad look. And it opens up all sorts of question yeah. marks and all those kind of things. So, um yeah, I I just I just think it's become so easy to do with apps and everything. Yeah, yeah it's so incredibly easy, I mean, and it's a fun little pastime, and it's so accepted now. It's mm-hmm. not like you're uh, you don't feel like you're doing anything illegal. You don't feel like you're shady, whatever. Yeah. Um. Again, I, I'm a I'm a you know you do you let let you live your life the way you want to live your way life way, but uh, guy, but uh, I just don't. Um, I just think we've made it so easy yeah. for these athletes, and it's hard, just hard for them. For to, anybody, actually. Yeah, but, I mean, it's not illegal for you and I to do Sure. Okay. Right, right. So I just think it's it's too hard for these guys to say no to it. Yeah, no, I mean, it's I mean it's illegal in the state of Texas right now, but... It, you know, oh, is it still? Yeah, yeah, you can't, you can't, there's not a sports book, you know. Well, you, but you can go on, what, what about like the little, all the little games we see, the... Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure. All the little. I'm not. I'm I not sure. No, I, I have I, no idea. You you see my ignorance because I, I don't do it. I will just tell you this. I'm not. Sh- I mean, I think there are some th- like you can play fantasy football, but DraftKings and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but I'm not. Sh- you, you can't That's place. The stuff a, I'm talking. Yeah, about. but you can't place a bet on the NFL with like your. There are, there are guys down the street, you know, that where you can place a bet, you know. Mm-hmm. But I mean you, that that's illegal if you go to Vegas or you go to some of these. You know, sports books go to the Indian casinos, et cetera, et cetera, where it's legal. You can, but it's it's become a lot easier than the way it used to be. Of just, hey, you had to go to Vegas, walk into a sports book, and put money down. It's become way easier to do that, uh, much more accessible than than before. And you watch the state of Texas will they'll they'll pass uh, sports gambling because there's just there's too much money. Um, and they'll 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 offset it with the like they did with the Texas lottery. Uh, this will be good for the children. This will be good for education, and we'll be able to fund schools, and we'll be able to fund the underserved, and blah 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 blah. I mean that's that's how they'll that's how they'll pass this because that's how they did it the last time. So, I mean, I just wish they'd just say, hey, we think we can make a lot of money off this. We think there's an opportunity here. Um, 
we can pay some bills with this uh, based on your on, on the taxes of your winnings. So go forth and conquer. Mm-hmm. You know, just be just be upfront and honest. Don't hide behind the children. Don't hide behind the schools. Don't hide behind the underserved. Don't hide behind the homeless. Blah 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 blah. But that's that's what we have a tendency to do. Um, so anyway, I, I just think this the NFL's got a problem, um, and and we don't see this or at least we haven't yet in Major League Baseball, in the NBA, in the National Hockey League. Why is it just the NFL? I mean, we saw it in the NBA with a referee, but in terms of just guys placing bets, you know, like like Isaiah Rogers did or like some of these other guys did. I think you ask a good question, Chuck. Because um, baseball has literally kicked people out of their sport for doing it. And there's been no reprieve from them ever coming back when you do. There is a ban hammer in baseball and has been forever. And it's been that way forever. There's no, don't do this. Don't, it, it's been permanent. It's in every clubhouse, in every dugout. You can't bet on baseball. Well, there's that sign in football too in NFL locker rooms. Who was the last guy that got banned in the NFL for betting? And I'm talking lifetime ban. I, 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 I don't know. Who was the last guy in baseball? I, I, I don't know. Pete Rose. <laughs> that, but, yeah. <laughs> when you bring out the ban hammer, people notice. Yeah, no, no doubt. When the punishment outweighs the crime, you don't do the crime. Right. No, you're, you're right, Beretta. Don't do the crime if you can't do the time uh <laughs> 6 40 this morning here on lubbock sports station double t 97.3 and double t 97.3.com nice to have you with us this is the morning drive podcast from double t 97.3 presented by cantex roofing and construction this day in sports history today is june the 29th 2023 Tomorrow, the last day of the month, so get it done today. Here with this day in sports history is Jeff McGuire. We're going to start in 1947 because the Yankees beat the Senators 3-1. to one. While just one win isn't necessarily impressive, especially in a 3-1 to one type format, it was the first of a 19-game winning streak. Ah, very nice. 1956, American Charles Dumas records the first high jump over seven feet during the U.S. Olympic trials in Los Angeles, California. What year was that? 1956. This would be been after the Fosbury Fox. Okay, that's, that's, that's that what I was That would be my guess, yeah. Yeah. 1961, San Francisco outfielder Willie Mays becomes the fourth player in Major League history to have three or more home runs twice in a season with a 10th inning blast in a Giants 8-7 win over the Phillies in Philadelphia. Willie Mays once banned from association with baseball because he was a door greeter, a door greeter at a casino in Las Vegas. We're waiting for the NFL comparison. Well, right. Banned from that, baseball. Yeah, that, that, I mean, that kind of yeah. proves Jeff's point. What he was Absolutely. No, there's no question. Yeah. 1977, future Hall of Fame outfielder Willie Stargell hits his 400th career home run as the Pirates rout the Cardinals 9-1 at Bush Stadium. 
1984. I'm going to say that date that year again because I need it to stick. Okay. 1984. Oral Hershiser begins a string of making every scheduled start until 1990, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Wow. Wow. That's six straight years of making every start for a team. Every five days. Including a playoff run. A couple of playoff runs. 1987. Yankees blow an 11-4 lead. But trailing 14-11. Dave Winfield's eighth inning grand slam beats the Toronto Blue Jays 15-14. Manningly would also grand slam in this game. And Jamie Lint may have been running around in circles in his house. What was the year? 1987. Running around in circles, maybe. I was thinking streaking in the neighborhood, but... Mm, that's... I know better. <laughs> wrong wrong morning drive host. <laughs> <laughs> and in 1990, A's Dave Stewart no hits the Blue Jays, and Dodgers' Fernando Valenzuela no hits the St. Mm. Louis Cardinals four to, uh, 6 to nothing. It's the first time there were no hitters in both leagues on the same day. Yeah, one was like late at night, too, because uh, Valenzuela's was, you know, West Coast. Happy National Almond Butter Crunch Day. No, I'm completely out. Oh, it's basically like toffee and almonds. I'm in. Yeah, I'm... Okay. I mean, I'm I not like... you guys would be in. I'm, I'm out. I'm not like making it because it can get messy. But if someone's offering me uh, Butter Crunch, I'm in. Happy birthday to a guy who caught a lot of passes for the Texas Tech Red Raider football team. Dylan Cantrell turns 29. Mm. White House Wildcat. Uh, Kawhi Leonard is... He was the most famous White House House Wildcat for a while. For a while. Why was he more famous initially? Well, because Patrick Mahomes hadn't come on the scene yet. I guess, maybe. I don't know. Trying to think, was Dylan a year ahead of Patrick? I I think he was one year ahead. Were they? Was he? Because they were here together. Obviously. I thought, he was, I thought he was slightly ahead of him. Uh, you, you might be right. You might be right. I can't remember. Uh, also celebrating a birthday today, Kawhi Leonard is 32 and Gary Busey is 79. How just, is he still alive? And just to be fair, Josh Tomlin, who pitched in the big leagues and for the Red Raiders, okay. also a White House Wildcat. Uh, okay. and he beat both of them to the point. Okay. So, so, he, so if we were going to go for a while, the most famous Red Raider White House Wildcat we go Josh Tom. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Good point. And while I could tell you about 1613's Shakespeare's Globe Theater burning down, mm. or a 1967 car accident, including James Manfield, that when she was killed instantly by running into the back of a, tra- uh, a tractor trailer, which is why that little bar is on the back of tractor trailers today. And I you know her her daughter is the is the gal on Law and Order. I did. Yeah. You know. But instead of going into great detail about either one of those two events, mm-hmm. we're going to go to 1995. American Space Shuttle Atlantis docks with the Russian space station Mir to form the largest man-made satellite ever to orbit the Earth. Oh, wow. The historic moment of cooperation between former space rivals was also the 100th human space mission in American history. 
it dawned a new era of friendship and cooperation between the former rivals, I guess was the way to put it. With millions of viewers watching on television, Atlantis blasted off from NASA's Kennedy Space Center in eastern Florida two days ago on the 27th. It was only the second time that two countries had linked up in space. I'll bet Chuck knows the first. Uh, Soyuz. It was Soyuz and Apollo in 75. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the NASA shuttle Mir program continued for another 11 missions and was a crucial step towards the construction of the International Space Station in orbit today. Hmm. And that is this day in sports history. Okay, this day in sports history. I, I wonder, It was. it's too bad that the uh, Soviets didn't wear their throwback uniforms for that uh, mission. Little CCCP on their... Uh, Helmet. No, that would have been that would have been that'd been that'd been a nice touch, a little little, little throwback to the uh, to the Cold War. Uh, Dylan Cantrell was at Texas Tech from 2013 to 2017. Uh, he missed the 2015 season because of a back injury. Yeah. Okay. So. And what was Patrick's first year? Fifteen. I think I think you're right on that. Let's see here. Get to Mahomes and college career, and he was at Texas Tech 2014, 15, and 16. Oh, he was one year behind Dylan. Yeah, yeah, one year. One year behind him. He he played in seven games in 14, played in 13 games in 15 when Cantrell was out, and then in 16 played in 12 games. Um, and I don't know. That doesn't make sense, 13 games. Well, I guess it does, because he made a bowl game. Never mind. All right, 6.52 this morning here on the morning drive. Thoughts, comments, Yates Morning Center chat line. Uh, this compliment from this texture, and we don't get many from him. Um, at least uh, it doesn't seem that many, uh, but it's okay. Kudos to Jeff for a perfectly timed tell me I'm wrong. It was to his point that it will take a perfect game to have a single traditional no-hitter as opposed to the no-hitter by committee. It will be interesting to see how it pans out this season. It's like we said that earlier. In the I know. Show. I was just saying to you. Right, but it took from, the texture for you to understand what I was trying to say. No, I got. I understood what you were trying to say. I was just giving you, you know, can't even give him a compliment. And nobody didn't understand. It was just the point that it wasn't a no-hitter was the point that we had issues with. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. No, you're, you're, what you said yesterday was accurate. Yeah. Okay. And nobody disagreed with that. But the fact that you would not accept that uh, no, perfect game is also a no hitter was the part that Chuck and I were banging our heads against the wall over right. here for. That's right. <laughs> banging, banging our heads, banging our heads about. Yeah. Six fifty four this morning here on the morning drive on Lubbock Sports Station Double T ninety seven three and Double T ninety seven three com. Uh, this, he may have been more football famous, but Pat was a baseball draft prospect. So he was probably more famous at the time. Plus his pro father, but his, his pro father didn't go to white house, right? No, I went to Lindale. Okay. Yeah. Lindale, Jeff, one of our listeners probably. Oh, that's right. All about that. That's right. Lindale, Jeff. Lindale yeah. Eagles. Yeah. Lindale, Lindale Eagles. Okay. Mm -hmm. You probably, were they rivals Lindale and white house? Uh, no. No? No, they, they played in the district at some points together, but I wouldn't call them white, uh, rivals. Okay. I don't know who I would call White House's rival. 
Maybe John Tyler. I was going to say. Maybe. Tyler, John Tyler? Yeah, I don't really know who White House's okay. rival would be considered. Okay. Uh, Rangers won last night, in case you missed it. 10-2 to two the final. So good good for them. Astros also won last night. That seems like a rare Astro win. Uh, they beat the Cardinals. Those two teams will play again today as well. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey, the Rangers won last night. That's uh, two in a row for them. 10-2 to two, uh, was the final last night as uh, they took down the Detroit Tigers. Those two teams will play today and conclude that series. Then the Rangers host the Astros over the weekend. And I heard this last night. There's only standing room only tickets available for this series. It's awesome. So, yeah, it's awesome. Um, you know, some people say, well, it's the Rangers or the Astros. No, I think it's because the Rangers are in first place. And it's 4th of July weekend. <laughs> people say what? People say, well, it's the Rangers or the Astros, you know, be, you know, thinking that it was just because those two teams were playing. I think it's because the Rangers are in first place and playing really good baseball, not because of the team that they're playing and the 4th of July weekend. I think it's the two arrivals. Mm-hmm. I think it's 4th of July weekend. And the Rangers are in first Rangers place. the Rangers are playing well. Really good baseball. And Ranger fans hate the Astros. Okay. That's their arrival. I guess that went back to point number one. <laughs> okay. I mean, all of the above is true there, uh-huh. including that the Rangers are playing good baseball. Yeah, right. But it absolutely has to do with you're playing your rival. I mean, if you look at any series with the Astros in Arlington, it's mm-hmm. always good. But this one around the 4th of July, yeah. of course it's going to sell out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm surprised there's standing room only tickets available. I'm, I'm wondering, like, who's critical of, like, it being sold out? No, I'm not being critical. I mean, I went to a game uh, earlier this season on a Saturday that was sold out against the A's. Uh-huh, right. That's against the A's. That's my point. I think, it'd be the, if, I think it'd be sold out if it were the A's. That was, that was that's kind of my point. That's kind of my point. Yeah, people are... They're pumped up. Hey, let People me, like the new ballpark. Let me ask you this. They don't have to go and sweat. Right. No, I think, I think there's a lot to be said for that. Do you think it sounds weird when the crowd makes noises there? Like, it's, it sounds like it's in a... It sounds different. Yeah, it sounds because of the roof. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It, sound, it, just sound, it just sounds different. Does it sound different when you're there, too? Or is it just on TV, do you think? It definitely sounds different than being outside. Yeah, yeah. Does it sound different than other dome stadiums that you've been in? No, I don't. I mean, I'm sure every stadium has a different sound. I mean, it just it. sounds different. It just sounds um, like I don't know. Just it sounds weird to me. It doesn't sound. I don't know, it's got a tinny town, tinny sound to it. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to be overly critical. Well, I mean, it's like. Overly, who cares about? <laughs> I mean, every state, every building's going to sound different, right? Right, 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 right. When we, I mean, mm-hmm. when we walked into this building for yep. the first time, did it sound different than the other building? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the, the whatever, every dome's going to have a little bit of a different yeah, sound. Yeah, it just sounds it. Just a little, it sounds just a little But different. it's like annoying? Or it yeah, sounds it, bad? Yeah, it, it, it sounds cheap. That's <laughs> what it sounds to me. It sounds cheap <laughs> every day I come in here and it seemed to amaze you with something 
Sounds cheap. It just sounds cheap to me. The semi-new, because it's not brand new. That would have been right. a couple of years ago. Yeah. But the, the mostly new. Mm-hmm. What? Two billion dollar stadium, wasn't it? It was huge. I don't think it was two. Well, because you got the attract. It, uh, it just sounds weird. It just sounds, sounds weird to me. Jerry's place cheap. doesn't sound weird to me with the with it closed. I think it's because of the elevation of the ceiling to the ground is not as 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 tall as like. And you know what else? I bet it sounds different when they open the roof compared to when it's closed there. Uh, probably so, but I don't think mm-hmm. they open it. this time of year. I mean, that thing is staying closed. So it can be at the comfortable 72 degrees at first latched pitch. even. <laughs> not just closed. Latched and locked. <laughs> latched and locked. <laughs> Do not touch until the Christmas. Right. <laughs> it was it was interesting because for the first time I got to see a game there with it open. Uh-huh. And it was just interesting that it, it just feels different there. I mean, obviously, obviously it does. But yeah. just to be there when it's inside compared to be there when it's outside. Okay. Yeah. And if it's that time of the year where you don't know what's going to happen, be careful because if you know if it's an evening game, you're mm-hmm. thinking, okay, this is going to be nice and seventy-two degrees, as Chuck likes to mention, and, and so maybe all of a sudden, well, it's they're keeping the roof open, so it's it's going to get dark and it's going to get a little <laughs> bit colder. Luckily, I told Mrs. Lent she better bring a sweatshirt, <laughs> otherwise, that we would have probably been leaving early. Okay. Okay. All right, this uh, from the NCAA Division I Council, Jamie. They are proposing changes to the transfer period windows for the transfer portal. Uh, They are proposing that you reduce the number of days from 60 to 30. As it stands right now for college football players, the portal window opens the day after the college football playoff teams are announced, which this past year was December the 4th. It's then open for 45 days. <clears throat> Another transfer window is open in the spring from April 15th to April 30th. For winter sports, there is a 60-day window uh, that begins with a given sports championship selection. And there's a 45-day window for the spring sports that begins with that sports championship selection as well. Okay? Uh what do you think? Do you like that? I don't have a strong opinion, to be completely honest with you. Um, doesn't surprise me. I mean, I felt like that you would be like, the transfer portal is here. It doesn't really matter. How long is it? Yeah, whatever they say the rules are, the rules yeah. are. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess, um, I don't know, for the guess, I guess for the good of the coaches and the ease of being able to know what I have on my roster. Mm-hmm. You'd like that to be that period to be a little bit shorter as much as possible. Sure. So, mm-hmm. um, so you can know, okay, this guy is is my guy and he's going to stay here. Or, hey, um, we put these, we've added these guys to our mix. Yeah. Uh, you know, the just the feeling of the constantly have to be looking over your shoulder to make sure somebody's not You're stealing recruiting one your of your own players. team. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm talking about somebody trying to steal from you. Yeah. Okay. And then at a certain point, you're like, okay, all right, this guy's with us. Okay. Let's move on. Let's start planning around this guy being, you know, our starting shooting guard or our left tackle or whatever. We don't have to, we don't have to constantly be worrying about it. So I guess shortening the period, I think, is better. Just again, I think that for the coaches. Uh, Two thousand two hundred twenty-four Division One football players entered the portal this past winter. Seven thirteen hundred and seventy-three in the spring. 
uh, the data indicates that most players enter the portal at the beginning of the transfer window. Makes sense. Sure. Makes makes sense. You know. So anyway, just uh, the guys that don't enter right off the bat. Doesn't that make you? And when I say right off the bat, I'm not talking about like like the first week or so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes you wonder if they were planning on staying and then somebody got to them. That's where I wonder about tampering kind of stuff, which okay. may be completely unfair. I go the other way with that. I think I think I do too. Um, that I think they had the conversation with the coach mm. after this season, and well, that's I, where I go more. Than, yes, but I would assume that's going to be within the first week or so. Sure. The other and the yeah, other that, that, that conversation is going to be within the first. You're not going to have that conversation with the coach three weeks later, are you? No. The other thought that I would have is that the transfer portal window opens, somebody enters into it, and then. Within a week, somebody comes in and that's at your yeah. position that's better than you, and now you're like, okay, I'm not going to get any playing time now. I'm going to have to change teams. You would yeah. think that would factor yeah. in as well. That, that, yeah. That's yeah. where I was heading. Yeah. Yeah. I just hadn't gotten there yet. Um, but <coughs> it the one that gets me where I think there's tampering is when okay, the so door immediately opens and you're entering the portal right there. Like Fardaz comes to mind. The season literally just ends and you enter the portal. <laughs> but let, let's say that nobody comes to your school at your position, mm-hmm. but it's three weeks later that you announce you're in the portal. Yes. Then my head goes to, hmm. Somebody got to me. Yeah. yeah. Somebody somebody mm-hmm. texted me. Somebody said, hey, sexy school over here all of a sudden has a need and you kind of fit our need and you're from our area. Wouldn't you like to come home and play for... State you. And did I mention the big check we have for you when you get? <laughs> I can't mention the big check, but there may or may not be a big piece of cardboard somewhere that may or may not have your name on it. Cardboard. I didn't write it. Let me make this clear. It wasn't me writing that check. It was the car dealership down the street that may or may not have already written this check to you. Oh, uh, well, maybe so. But that's completely illegal now. Uh, let's see. Did you say, did you say completely illegal? Cle- completely legal now. Legal. Yeah, it's okay. legal right. now. Yeah. Yeah. Legal. Yeah, legal now. Uh, this. Lots from the uh, Yates Flooring Center chat line. You can continue to participate as well. Jamie's question of the day is next. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. What you got for us? What do you want today? Do you have a do, you have a, do I have a choice? I, I got a couple in my mind. So. Okay. Well, like, can you give me like um, a sport no. or? Yeah, it's pick a sport. Pick a sport. All right, baseball. No, let's go football. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I just I, the football ones are are more fun. Okay, that's okay. fine. That's fine. Okay, the football ones are more fun. So I want you to tell me what you think the record will be against the Texas schools this year. How will you do against the Texas schools, which are the games to me that matter the most? Okay. The Texas schools. Uh, Let me get to my little schedule here. And you can include Tarleton in the mix. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. That was going to be my question. Well, they're from Texas, so we have to, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think this... The general idea of this question is more of the Big 12 teams you're going to face. Correct. But, but, well, okay, so Baylor, I think, is a loss. 
I've got Houston is a win. Tarleton is a win. Two and one. I've got Texas right now as we sit today is a loss. Two two. Uh, I've I'm missing TCU. That's a win. Three two. I don't think I'm missing anybody. Am I missing that's, somebody? That's it. I think that's it. Five, uh, yeah. five is yeah. the number. Three and two. Uh, Unless we uh, play the Aggies in the national championship game. Or a bowl game. Oh, well, you know that can't game. happen. I'm going to say four and one with the loss to Texas. Okay. I think you I think you beat Baylor this year. Um, I think especially if you, you come out of the box three and oh, you're going to have a lot of momentum going into that first game at... Uh, at West Virginia, that'll roll right through to Houston, and that'll take you to uh, to Baylor, and uh, you know a, a big road test on uh, October the seventh, in which I think you'll be at that point in time five and zero. You think we're going to get to five and zero this year? Five and zero, yeah. You'll be five and zero going into BYU. Is that right? No, Baylor. So you start off with Wyoming. Oh, you're right. Or, My bad. Oregon, Tarleton State, West Virginia, Houston, Baylor. Yep. And then you play then you play K State at home. Man. <laughs> you're gonna be six and zero after K State, seven and zero after BYU, eight and zero after TCU, nine and zero after Kansas. <laughs> did he just say we're gonna be five and zero? I did. Jamie, what's your answer to this question first? He said nine and oh. Well, we're gonna get to that in a minute. I said four and one for the Texas schools. Right, right. But we're gonna get to that in a second. Hang on. Uh, what, what's your answer, Jamie? He said nine and oh, and that's after TCU. How are you stopping there? I, I'm I'm not. One, two, three, I four, get, five. Six, I need to get Jamie's answer seven, here. <laughs> eight, nine, ten. It'll be ten and 0, 11. I think you're gonna be eleven and oh going to Texas. Man. <laughs> hang, uh, hang on. Hold that thought. Jamie, what's your record? I'm looking high this okay, okay, I want to get to Jeff's question for me. Uh, I am with Jeff. I am at three and two. Okay. I hate, 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 hate it, but I am really scared about the Baylor game on the road. And so that's the where I have the second loss, the loss to Texas, who's apparently keeping us out of the national championship <laughs> game. According to me. And And Baylor. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm I'm still nervous about TCU as well, but I feel better about TCU at home than I do Baylor on the road. Either one of those are sure. Yeah, yeah, could go either way. We're gonna squash the toads, man, like a you know little toad that you know after a big rain, you know, you have the little small ones, the little baby toads, smash them. So. <laughs> <laughs> now I can ask my question. Um, it, yesterday I had a... Yesterday, 11-0 going into Texas. Hang on. What the heck, right? Yesterday, uh, we did a, a tell me I'm wrong about the perfect game, you know, no hitters in perfect game. You did it. I did, right. Yeah, you did A it. few weeks ago, and this might have been a month ago now, I also did one that tell me I'm wrong that Texas Tech is going to start the season 5-0. and That guy right there <laughs> said I was nuts. Oh, the, to Coach McGuire. Now the you're crane, saying you know, 11 like and 0? We can do anything. Okay, let me ask you this now. <laughs> Let's say you lose to Oregon. Okay. Okay, what are you going to be heading into the game against Texas? Mm. How much does that change? 
I think you have a couple more losses. Yeah. I think you could have a, you could have a couple more losses that that could include Baylor. And I I do agree with Jeff. I mean, man, until you beat K State, you, you've got to look at that as a a very formidable team. Obviously, no, 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 no. You just said we're going eleven and zero. No, he just. <laughs> I was asked, here. I've got it on tape. I can play it back for you if you'd like. I'm aware. Okay. He asked after if we lost to Oregon, then what's the record? And I said a couple a couple more losses. You know, I think going to I think going to BYU might be tougher than going to Baylor. So if I was picking, if right now, if today's question of the day was uh-huh. Red Raiders regular season schedule, you'd have said eleven and one. I might have, right? You <laughs> might have. You just got on a roll there. I just got on a roll there. We're gonna win 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 there. And I'm not here to tell you you can't win any of those games. Yeah. Whether it's K State or TCU mm-hmm. or whoever, whoever yeah. you're scared of, Baylor, Oregon. I, I mean, I think they're all winnable games. Mm-hmm. Just the odds of you going through eleven and zero. I know, and that's a big jump. I know. I mean, you were you were seven and five last year in the regular season, right? Yeah, that's and, a massive jump. And it is. It is a massive jump. And you you were five and four in the Big Twelve for the first time since two thousand and nine. Man, what are you gonna buy, Coach McGuire? If we get to eleven and zero, a pair of pants to match the jacket. I think we got to buy him a car at that point. I know. Point. I think so. <laughs> you know. I'm not going to, but I feel like that's where we need to go. I think he'll he'll get a new contract <laughs> from you, you think? Kirby. Yeah, gets a new jacket from Chuck after every season. No, apparently, no. I'm done making those promises. That was. <laughs> I'm. I'm I'm done making those promises. Uh, 7.38 this morning here on the morning drive. So somebody says, I want what Chuck is smoking this morning. I'm not a smoker. How 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 far do you think we get undefeated, Jeff? I really do think 5-0 and is completely reasonable. And I'm expecting wins in those first five games. So that goes into the... And so then you Go, get to your Baylor. First, your first loss is at Baylor. Is yeah. where I've got your first loss. Then do you come back and beat K-State the no, next who, week? If if you were going to be five and one, mm-hmm. would you prefer the loss to be to Oregon or Baylor? Oregon. Yeah, me too. Because it's a Big Twelve game. I think the Oregon loss would mean something nationally, but the Big Twelve game is more important than another yeah. conference game. I just, it's Baylor. Yeah, it's a Texas school in the Big Twelve. We sure. can't lose to Baylor. Sure, right. I'm not downplaying Baylor. I'm saying it's a school we really don't no doubt. Like. Yeah, no, no yeah. doubt. You'd get some. I mean, great pub for beating Oregon, no question, mm-hmm. nationally. But, mm-hmm. man, I, I just beat your rivals. That's what's the most important to me. Yeah, beat you, not only your rival, but, you know, in-state, in-conference, you know, all, mm-hmm. see, all, all of those things. And that's what, you know, I, I know during the Leach years, there were ups and downs and frustrating losses and all that. But he did a good job every year. He gave us a Texas win or an A&M win or, you know, mm-hmm. he gave us those wins and he dominated Baylor, whatever. Just felt like he had success against our rivals, so we were felt like no matter how frustrated we were after the Colorado game, we'd get over it because he'd also beat the Aggies. Yeah, yeah. We were pretty frustrated after those Colorado games, though. Yeah, there's no question. I was I was frustrated at halftime. One of them. Mm. That was the game he almost killed Dana Holgerson. I would, I, you know, no, no, I, no, nothing says he would have died. <laughs> Okay, might have you're had gonna stri- throw him downstairs. No, I'm just gonna push him, push him. 
People Push die from falling downstairs. Yeah, he probably could have cartwheeled. He'd have been fine. He's fallen before, I'm sure. Skinned up knees and elbows. I mean, but um, push him is what I was going to do. Uh-huh. That, that was, that's what I was really, I mean, I, I had to think twice. I'm like, as frustrated as you are, do not push him right now. Wow. <laughs> that's a different level of that was, anger. I was really frustrated. I mean, <laughs> we drove all that way and then we couldn't come out of the tunnel running. You know, nope, we looked yeah. lethargic. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm with Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. We come to you from the First United Bank studio in downtown Lubbock. And uh, I want to remind you about our special initiative to help the folks in Perryton and Matador, obviously affected in recent storms with tornadoes that were devastating to both of those communities, loss of life and injuries and a loss of property and homes and things along those lines. They need cash more than anything else. So if you have the opportunity today, uh, you can go to uh, First United Bank locations throughout the city and uh, you can take them cash or you can scratch out a check. And if you're a customer of theirs, I'm sure you can just do a little, hey, take it from this account and put it in that account and uh, help those folks out in Perryton and Matador as part of our West Texas Cares campaign uh, to help those two uh, individual cities. That's Perryton and Matador. So uh, keep them in mind as uh, you're uh, heading into your weekend. If you can give them an extra 20 bucks, then great. Help them out. Every little bit uh, will help those uh, fine folks that have been affected by recent storms. I mean, a lot of storms in this town, too. A uh, hailstorm last Friday uh, that's resulted in a lot of damage. So keep, uh, I'm sure there's some folks here in town that could use some help, too, but they're uh, they're getting it, I'm sure, from their insurance companies, et cetera, et cetera. And there may be more on the way uh, this weekend, Jamie. Uh, maybe a hail threat uh, Friday night or Saturday night as well. So uh, keep that uh, keep that coming. Uh, keep that what might be coming in in mind as well jamie we now need a green screen behind chuck <coughs> oh because he's he's become a weather guy i'm just offering a little friendly help you're becoming hit. the weather guy again mm-hmm. and it's okay <coughs> we just need to get a green screen when you so we can see what you're talking about okay mm-hmm. i would be so, terrible at that at doing so, the weather so knowing that that's happening mm-hmm. that it's coming that the hail is coming on saturday mm-hmm. i assume that chuck has this well his garage spots oh, yeah. ready to go oh, yeah, no for doubt. him to pull the car into. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, yeah. I think my wife's going to be gone on Saturday. You want to swing your car by my sure. house and park it in there? Sure. That's, yeah, a, you can use her spot. Okay. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> what about the daughters? Are they what, are they gone too? One of them is, one of them isn't. Okay. Yeah. yeah so you can use the wife spot though, Chuck. Okay. All right, great. Yeah, I'm offering that up to you right now. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You guys are going to think I'm crazy. Uh, and this is maybe just another. The big, the big question, Jeff: Will he bring his car over or the wife's? I bring my car over. Her car's already. Her car got hail damage last Friday. I would bring mine over. I wonder how many people have already gotten their hail damaged cars worked on, and then there's the potential for it again this. Well, that, Saturday. that happened to me a few years ago. But here's the thing about hail damage with your insurance: it doesn't. You don't rack up points against yourself for hail damage. Okay. Okay. So yeah, it doesn't. Because not something you did wrong, right? Yeah, it's, it, it doesn't doesn't cost. I mean, quote mm-hmm. cost you. Um, uh, as as 
at least it doesn't with with my uh, insurance company yeah. with State Farm, because um, that happened to me where I got one car fixed. I'd gotten my car fixed, and uh, we'd had a hailstorm during COVID, I think, at our house, and then we went to dinner. I'd just gotten my car fixed. I mean, just had only had it a few days, and we went to dinner, and we took my car, and we went down to uh, down to the stadium to the tech club, had dinner, and we got a rare, like a hailstorm there, and it was like, boom, the <laughs> mm-hmm. same damn thing. Now you're gonna think I'm crazy. I've just discovered something in the commissary that I didn't know that we had here at uh, our fine, friendly compound. Ice? No, I knew we had ice. A dishwasher. Yes. Somebody's running the dishwasher right now. I, I, I guess I knew that we had it. I just had never, had never seen it working under the microwave. Under the microwave, right. Did you start the dishwasher this no, morning? No, but do I know it's there? Yes. Yeah. I don't think I've ever, I've never used it, but I know it's there. I didn't even know we had enough dishes to load the dishwasher to use it. I'm did more you know surprised that about that one? than us having one. <laughs> I, did you do the, know that I, we had one? <clears throat> I did know that we had one. I also have never used it, and... <clears throat> I got to believe our listening audience is just enthralled right now with fascinated this conversation. Right. conversation. Like they were really wondering if we had a, a dishwasher. A dishwasher. Oh, I know. I know. I just, but I just like, I was just like, <laughs> what? What's ja- that noise? Jamie, there's times we do this show for them, and sometimes we do the show for us. And right now, this is the time Chuck is doing I, this for us. I just thought it was. I just thought that was kind of. Fascinating and entertaining. Fascinating. And I just thought maybe Fascinating. you would be interested in the part. fact that I didn't really realize that we had a dishwasher here and that any, anybody actually ever really used it. So I just wanted to kind of pass that along. Okay. That's, that's good. <laughs> uh, this is from Bobby Hot Dogs. Did I just hear that correctly? Are the Rager commentary, commentators calling Josh Young the jungle cat if Stowe, any story behind that other than the letters in his last name? That's what I've heard them do a couple of times. I'm guessing it's just the last name. You ever call him the Jungle Cat? Here comes the Jungle Cat for the Red Raiders. Let's see if he can come through. The wine and the 3-2 pitch. Do they call him the Jungle Cat or do they call him the Jungle Cat? He said Jungle. Who does this? The This was... Uh, <laughs> Who does this? <laughs> Because if you're calling him the Jungle Cat because it's J-U-N-G, you got to call him the Jungle Cat. Okay. His name is Young. It's not Jung. Okay. Uh, Jared Sandler did it last if, night. If there's too many people in Lubbock that call him Josh Jung. He was a star here. We should be able to get his name right. Josh Young, right? Yes. You Young. think there's people here that call him Josh Jung? Yes, there is. And they often ask me questions. About Josh Jung? Or Jace Jung. Or Jace Jung. Or what if there are this? any more Jungs coming. <laughs> Yes. I, I I think it would be funny if they called him the Jungle Cat. But I the Jungle Cat, it feels like a bit of, it feels a little cheesy. But hey, if Josh loves it, then have at it. I think Josh just enjoys playing baseball. I don't think he knows what it, or cares what everybody calls him. See, there's a whole lot of truth to that. <clears throat> a whole lot of truth, yeah. You could call him Jace's brother, whatever. He doesn't care. 
Uh, this from the H. I did do that once, and he kind of gave me. I'm about to put you up against the wall. Look, <laughs> 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 jokingly, of course. Yeah. Yes. The hard hitting breaking news we only get from the morning drive, right? Yeah. I don't know. I think. I, I think show for show. I mean, I think we we give you pretty good stuff, uh, <laughs> d- day in and day out. Okay. <laughs> show for show. We'll Somebody wants to know who empties and loads the dishwasher. I don't know. I don't know. I, I truly, I truly don't know. I mean, I, the, one of the things that I thoroughly enjoy about you, Chuck Hines, is whatever is in your mind is coming out. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it makes it entertaining. Okay. My mother has tried to get me to think before I speak. It just it's comes just, out. It's just not working. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't. It just doesn't work. You just you need to think before you speak, young man. Yeah. No, it makes the show better when you don't. <laughs> Quite I'll honestly, I'll say, hey, mom, <clears throat> the fellows were telling me it's better if I don't think before I speak. <laughs> and she'll mm-hmm. probably say, oh well, whatever. Makes for a good train wreck. Yeah. Eight ten this morning on the morning drive. We'll talk a little tech football next. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.